BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to another episode of Circle Time. It's me, your host, Kelsey Kreppel, and I'm so excited. Another episode. I hope wherever you are listening to this, you are having a wonderful day or night, and I'm happy to be hanging out with you. So I'm actually coming to you guys live from Canada. I am in Canada right now. I am in Cody's parents' house, just laying on the bed, and so that is why there is no video for today's episode. It just, I couldn't get the lighting right, and I just didn't want to do a video today because it just is kind of a disaster in this room. But we are in Canada. Cody did a race yesterday. I'm going to get into that in a little bit, but First things first, Canada is just so beautiful and calm and quiet. There's so much land and I'm just really happy here. I just, it's like, I just like the quietness and I feel like you can find that in places in, you know, America, obviously, but coming from LA can get a little bit hectic. And I do think there are places like this in LA, like outskirts of LA, but I don't know. It's just so nice to be, to be here. There is just something so calming about it. And yeah, it's been really nice. So we're here, we leave tomorrow and it's just been a nice short little trip, but great either way. So We are currently, like I said, at Cody's parents' house, and we decided to bring Chili, our dog, with us. And Cody's sister also has a dog named Chandler. And so Chili and Chandler are getting to know each other. And Chandler, Chili's in the room with me. He wanted to sleep in here. And Chandler is currently outside the door whimpering. So if you hear some crying, 
It's actually not me, surprisingly, for once. It is just the dog. But don't worry, he's okay. He just wants to play with Chili. Um, so here we are. It has been a great short little trip. One of the reasons the room is such a disaster is because Cody and I had, I don't know if this is a smart idea or a stupid idea, but we decided to share a suitcase. And there's just like no keeping that organized. Like we have one side for him and one side for me, but at this point, everything is like strewn about and it's just kind of a disaster in here. So that's that. I don't know if I recommend it or not. I mean, it made for like lighter travel, but there's just no organization. It's kind of stressing me out a little bit. Anyway, so Cody did a race yesterday. If you guys don't know this, my fiance Cody comes from a family of runners and like extreme athletes who are all incredible and they do a lot of Ironmans and marathons and ultra marathons and hiking races and trail runs and all of that. And it's amazing. It's difficult, you know, coming from like, like for me, because I can't run more than like, I just recently started running a mile. That's it. And they like they're that's they could do that in their sleep. Like it's just that is nothing to them. So it's a little difficult because I'm lazy, but I'm getting more into it. And yesterday, Cody, his dad, his sister, her husband all did an ultra marathon, like a trail run. So they ran 37 miles, like through the mountains, basically. Just absolutely insane. But Cody's been training really hard for this. And it was really cool that they all got to do it together. And I really had no idea. I mean, obviously I knew that like the training was going to be hard and the race itself was going to be hard. But I didn't know what you needed to do for like the support of these runners. And Cody's mom wasn't doing it. She's injured at the moment, so she couldn't do it. So she was with me and I learned so much about like supporting the runners and the racers. And I just honestly like kind of thrived. Like I was loving it. You have to like get them, get all these like salty snacks and gels and water and ice and make sure you have like in case they, their knee hurts, you need like knee braces or you need just like we had like coolers and like buckets of things. And we would go, we basically like all day, we followed them around and like stopped at each aid station. And we would be there when they got to the aid station, which is like where you get water or, or chips or like whatever you need to fuel back up. The race makes little stations, but also like your support can go there. So we went there and we like had all this stuff for them in case they needed it. And it was like, what do you need? What can I get you? We're like refilling their waters. We're like, I was like, you know, giving them ice or I don't know. I know all of this sounds like so absurd, but it was like really, it was intense and it was really fun and really cool to see. And it like completely opened my eyes to so much. And I just had the best time being a race supporter. And I'm gonna, I don't know. It's like kind of feel like it was my calling. I also was like a little bit inspired to do one myself, which 
is kind of terrifying because I don't know if I actually can. But it was amazing. And also, like, I just had no idea. Like, first of all, the day before, they're all like eating a bunch of food and stuff. And I was like, oh, I'm going to do this in solidarity with you guys. So I was like, I was acting like I was like preparing for a 37 mile race the next day, but I was just eating a fuckload. And then I was like, I don't know, they were like packing up their stuff and getting everything ready. And I just had no idea how much it took. Not that I thought it was easy by any means. I don't want to like misconstrue that. I just had no idea. Like I wouldn't have been prepared for any of it if I was by myself. So now I know, and now I'm ready to be support for the next one. Or who knows, maybe I'll just like get out there and run myself. Would that be crazy? Maybe. I actually don't think I could do that. But while everyone was preparing for the race, I had actually a realization and it wasn't anything having to do with running or support or anything. I had a realization that I actually like red wine. Yeah, I never thought I did. I always thought it gave me acid reflux and I think it does occasionally, but now I always travel with Tom's, but I don't know. I've had red wine the last couple nights and I've been like actually enjoying it, enjoying the taste. So I don't know what that means for me. Maybe that I'm growing up, but so that's another realization I had this, this weekend in Canada. So my three Canadian realizations, one, I like the outdoors and the quiet and being able to be outside and I feel safe. Two, I like the, I like races, supporting them. I like being a supportive race fiance. And maybe I will do a race one day. Okay, maybe. I have to be able to run at least two miles though. So I mean like, that's not going to be for a long time that I'm doing a race. And three, I like red wine. Canada's changed me for the better. I love it here. I don't know. I just really enjoy it. And they have ketchup chips. And if you guys haven't had ketchup chips, you need to figure that out because ketchup chips are so good and it's so fucked up that we don't have them in America. Like, what the hell is that all about? So that is what we've been doing. We've been in Canada and it's been absolutely wonderful. And there is my little week calendar update for you guys. Now, I don't have, I feel like when it comes to pop culture stuff, I need to do a little bit more like digging and maybe, I don't know. I want to be able to talk about things that I actually feel passionate about. And I feel like nothing happened this week in pop culture that I genuinely feel passionate about. So I'm not going to talk about anything from pop culture this week just because I don't even really know where to begin. Like nothing too crazy has happened. It's been a pretty chill week in pop culture, I feel like, but that's just me. So yeah. And if, and if there's anything you guys ever want to hear my take on, just leave me a little, little comment or something and I can, and I can talk about it. For today, there's nothing pop culture-wise that I'm feeling inspired to talk about. So that's that. We do have a couple stories for you for our story time. 
And I'm kind of excited about these. These are also still, these are all still from my Instagram prompt, but I want to, we'll do our voice. The voicemail will be up and running shortly, but we're still doing some ones from Instagram because I got so many. So I want to answer a couple more of those. Probably like this episode and next episode, we'll do Instagram ones and then we'll start with our voicemail, which I'm very excited about. So here is our first story of the day. Strap in. It's kind of crazy. I think my boyfriend's best friend has a crush on me slash wants to sleep with me. And I'm terrified I'm going to cheat on my boyfriend. Isn't that kind of crazy? I know it's dumb because obviously it is 100% within my control whether or not I cheat on him, but I really love him and I don't want to catch feelings for someone else and have to break up with him or worse, cheat on him. I've been dating my boyfriend for about 10 months and I really like his friends. They're all really cool and fun to hang out with. The only issue is his best friend is always flirting with me. I'm a really flirty person naturally but I try to hold back so I don't give him the wrong impression or get caught in a situation that I don't want to be in. But I also really like hanging out with his best friend. It's gotten to the point that I experience a lot of anxiety when we text, which isn't often, and I show my BF the messages just to keep myself honest. Is it normal to get crushes on other people, even when you're in love with your partner? I really don't know what to do slash think. Wowzer. Okay. I need to take a... Oh, sorry. Sorry, Chelly. Scared the shit out of my dog just now. Okay. Like, to be blunt, I don't think that you like your boyfriend as much as you think you do because you're kind of thinking about cheating on him. Is that, like, harsh? Like, okay. Listen, I've been in situations where I've been dating someone and I have a full-blown crush on someone else. And those relationships have never worked out because I'm thinking about someone else. Like, I don't know. I think it's totally healthy to like think people are attractive or like whatever, like when you're dating someone else, obviously there's always going to be attractive people around, but you shouldn't ever, shouldn't ever be anything more than like, oh, that guy's cute. And not even like, I don't know. It's like, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, there's always going to be attractive people around. People are like, you're, it's normal to think people are like attractive people, but I don't think it should ever be anything more than that. Like it should never like, sure. I might think someone's attractive, but I'm not going to go talk to them, you know? And I just feel like, especially with your boyfriend's best friend, I just like worry. I worry that you're going to get yourself into kind of a tricky situation. And I think I just, I just feel like if you're worried about cheating on your partner, then maybe you shouldn't be with him. Cause like, yeah, sure. You could be like, oh my gosh, my boyfriend's friends are all so cute. Any girl would be lucky to date them. Like that's different than being like, I have a crush on my boyfriend's best friend and I'm kind of worried I'm going to cheat on my boyfriend with him. Then maybe you should reassess your relationship. You got to start with the source. And I think the source is your relationship. And you have to see, like, I don't know, maybe you're just not satisfied from your relationship and that's okay. But I think you need to start at the source and really look at your relationship. And you can love someone 
but you can still feel like something's missing. But I don't think you should hurt that person. I don't think you should cheat on them. And you're pretty aware of the whole thing. Like you're not, it doesn't seem like you're going to cheat on them. But I just think that like, if you're worried about it, that might be a bad sign. If you're like, actually, this is a genuine concern. Speaking from experience, when you start to like actually develop a crush on someone else while you're in a relationship with someone else, that relationship is not going to work out. And there's a reason why you have a crush on someone else. Like I've experienced that with pretty much every single other person I've dated besides Cody. And I always thought it was like a me problem, but it's actually not. (laughs) It's a them problem. (laughs) I'm just kidding. It's not that it's like a them problem. It's just like a really like you're like that relationship's not the right one for you. Like thinking about having a crush on someone that's not Cody, like I just like don't even think that that's possible for me. Like he checks all my boxes. He checks all my boxes. Sound like I'm on Love Island. But like I have no desire for anyone else. Like I don't think there's a better person out there for me. Like I am confident in my relationship. But every single other relationship I've had, sure, I've loved other people. But I've also had crushes on other people while I've been dating those people. Like I don't think that just because you love someone doesn't mean that it's the right person. You know? And that's what we need to remind ourselves of here. You can love your boyfriend. You do love your boyfriend. It seems like you really do love him but I don't think he's the right person because there's someone else that you're around that's getting you more excited than your partner is. And so I think that that's that you just need to look at your relationship and it's not easy at all. And it takes time really to like, to understand why you're, you're having developing these crushes on other people. And a lot of times like you don't even act on it. But you look back and you're like, yeah, I fully liked someone else while I was dating this guy. And it's just kind of a waste of time. So I just think that like, it's okay. And it's not something you need to feel shame about. And it's normal for this to happen. But I don't think he's the right person for you. I don't think you're dating the right person. And that's, that's, those those are my thoughts on it. But I support you. And this is normal and it's okay that you're experiencing this. It's a part of life. And every relationship teaches you something, teaches you what you want and what you don't want in the next one. They're all learning experiences. You know? They're all like they're all like dress rehearsals for the final performance. So it's fun. This is just like a dress rehearsal. This is like a dress rehearsal where the light shines on you and it actually turns out that your costume is completely see-through and you need to go change into a different costume in a different rehearsal. <laughs> and it's totally fine. That's like that that happens. That's happened. I've seen that happen before. Literally, at a dress rehearsal when I was a child. That happened to another girl at dance. So that this shit happens, okay? It's normal, but I think that Maybe do a little little closer look into your relationship. Okay, love you. Everything's going to be totally fine, I promise. Don't worry. Okay, I have another story for you guys. Are we ready? 
okay, okay, boy, do I have a situation for you. That's how it starts. I've been talking with this guy for a minute and everything was going great. And then he asked me to hang out at his place. So I go and there's like four other people there. We play a little rage cage, a little pong. And then, sorry, we play a little rage cage. I don't know why I keep saying rage cage. She didn't write that. (laughs) We play a little rage. That's what she said. Way cooler than me. We play a little rage, a little pong. Then we watch a movie and he's getting all snuggly. Ooh. And then he's like, all right, I'm gonna go to bed. (laughs) And crashes in his bed with two other girls while I'm on the couch. Oh, no. I took the hint and I was like, fuck that. Then I hooked up with someone else. And now the first guy is super upset with me and doesn't understand what he did wrong. What the fuck do I do with that? Jeez Louise. This guy sounds like a, like a stupid boy. Okay. You haven't, have you explained this to him? Like, I feel like a lot of times situations get blown up because people aren't actually just like explaining how this thing made them feel. It's more just like they're waiting for the other person to figure it out. And I'm not saying you're doing that necessarily, but I, I hope that you've explained to him like how this made you feel. You know what I mean? Like, I think a lot of times it helps, especially with boys. Unfortunately, we have to, and I say boys because they're acting like children, not men. And sometimes you have to do this with men too, because things are a little bit more literal, I've found, for the male species. So like, you kind of have to be like, hey, imagine if I invited you over, you came over, we were snuggling, we've been talking, we've been flirting, and then I left the room and I went and slept in bed with another boy. How would that make you feel? You kind of have to like spell it out for them and and make them think about it. Like put themselves put themselves in your shoes. Have them put themselves in your shoes, you know what I mean? Like and like role reverse it so that it's like they can see what it's like, you know? Because I think well clearly he is upset that you hooked up with someone else. So he like there's some jealousy going on because it seems like you guys have been into each other. So I think maybe spelling it out for him a little bit more will help him understand what he did wrong. And like, you could even be like, okay, that makes me think that you don't like me. Even if we're snuggling, even if we're talking, if you peace out and go sleep in bed with two other girls while I'm on your couch that makes me think you don't like me. So I moved on. I went and hooked up with someone else because I was like, you could be like, you made me feel sad. You made me feel embarrassed. Tell him how he made you feel. Because right now, because I genuinely like don't even think he realized what he did clearly because he's like, he doesn't understand what he did wrong. He doesn't even realize that he did anything wrong by like leaving you on his couch and going and sleeping in his bed with two other girls, which like, I don't know how he can't realize that that would make you feel weird, but he clearly doesn't. So like, I think this is one of those situations where you have to kind of like spell it out for him and like, just be honest. Tell him honestly how it made you feel and be like, since he's upset with you for hooking up with someone else, be like, I know that I 
like the way that you're feeling, you're feeling upset that I hooked up with someone else. That's how I felt when you left me on your couch and went and slept in the bed with two other girls. So I thought you didn't want anything to do with me. I was protecting myself. I moved on. Like, I think, I think it just needs to be explained a little bit clearer. And that's okay because it's like a little bit vulnerable to do and to like tell someone how they made you feel. But being open and vulnerable, I think, is the only way to really get get what you want or even just like not get what you want necessarily, but like exhaust all options kind of because you don't want to leave a situation and think, well, he doesn't even actually know how I felt. So if you just like lay out your feelings on the line and be like, this is how I felt when you did this. And so I did that. I know it's scary to be that way, but at least you know that you've done everything you can. You've explained it every way you could and you gave him, you put yourself out there. And if he, if he still acts weird about that, then that's truly on him, honestly. So yeah, I, I always think it's worth it to be a little vulnerable and open with people just in general. Because the times that I've done that, honestly, like it hasn't always benefited me. Like I haven't just like, People have still been like, uh, no, sorry, still don't like you. But then I leave the situation. I'm like, okay, I did everything I could. I said everything I could. They know how I feel. And at least I can say that I tried. And I just think it's really worth it to be that way with people. Friends, partners, relationships, like work situations. Like, I don't know. Obviously, with work, it gets a little tricky because you have to be professional. But I just think being open and honest is always a good thing. So that's that. Those were some good stories, you guys. I love listening to these and hopefully helping. And just as a classic disclaimer, I am no professional. So take everything I say with a little grain of salt. Now, we have some journal time. And as you know, I love journal time. And I don't have my, like, my cards with me, so they're not as random. But I have my computer and I'm looking at the prompts. And I found one that kind of sparked my interest. And that is, write your thoughts about math math. That's right. The subject math. And I saw this one. I was like, I'm obviously not going to talk about math because I fucking hate math and it sucks. But then I started to think about it and I was like, you can't give math that much power. And then I was kind of like, okay, do I like math? Because here's the thing. I'm really, really bad at math. Okay. I've always been really bad at math. It's stupid to me. It's, I don't, I just don't like it. But when I like do it right, oh, I love it. Like when I get a fucking math problem, right? That honestly, like probably wasn't that hard, but it was hard for me. When I get that problem right, I'm like, who's your mama or who's your daddy, really? What I'm trying to say is that math is like a toxic X. Okay. Because like, and maybe not even an X, maybe like a toxic person that 
you dated, but they were never really officially, you were never really officially together. You know what I mean? But you really liked them. Just kind of like a fuck boy. Because you're like, you're spending all this time around it. And it kind of always makes you feel bad about yourself. Because you're like, Am I, I'm not smart enough. I'm not capable of doing this. Like, I'm not good enough to do math. But then one time you get a problem or you get like, there's like one thing that you you get, you know? You get a problem that you really understand and you do it and you do it well and you do it great. And then all of a sudden you're like, I fucking own you, math. You're my little bitch. I love math and math loves me. And then the next problem, all of a sudden you're stupid again. It's like this like tumultuous relationship, you know? And so I think that math is really like a toxic ex. And it's kind of fucked up. Because I want to hate math. You want to hate it. You're like, it's stupid. I don't need it. Then all of a sudden you do. You go running back to it. You're trying to figure out two plus two. You go running back to math. And then all of a sudden you figure out two plus two and you're like, I'm, I fucking own you. And then all of a sudden it's like two X divided by 14. I don't know, whatever a hard math problem would be. And then you feel bad about yourself again. Fuck math. Math is toxic and we don't need it. Okay. Well, we do, but we need the good math, you know, the addition subtraction, a little multiplication, just the simple stuff. You just need simple math. Just like you need simple love. You don't need the toxic bullshit that makes you feel good about yourself one second and bad and feel like you're stupid the next second. Math is the same as relationships and partners. And there's my take on math. Those are my thoughts about math. And see, and this is what I mean when I say our journal prompts are going to get us to be talking about deeper stuff. Simple question, deeper answer. So there you have it. Those are my thoughts on math. And that's my journal question for the day. And you know what that means? Now we're at the end of the podcast. So here I leave you along with the journal prompts where I find my like journal prompts for elementary school kids. They also come with words of wisdom. And I feel like I'm going to leave you guys with a word of wisdom. Every podcast, a quote from an icon, if you will. And today's is from Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And it is, if I cannot do great things, I can do small things in a great way. And honestly, I, (laughs) that's exactly what I'm trying to say all the time. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But like, honestly, It's not all about doing just wonderful, great things. It's about doing those small things and doing them great. Like maybe I didn't run the race with Cody's family, but I did the support and I did it wonderfully. And so I think that's what we need to remember that even if you feel like what you're doing isn't great enough, one, I'm sure it is. And two, it's not about doing huge, great, amazing things. It's about doing small things in great ways. Just like Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said. And so that's what I'm going to leave you with. That's what I want you guys to remember. And that is the end of our podcast. So thank you guys very much for listening. I love you so much. 
and make sure to leave a review, give me five stars. I don't really know what else to say, but leave a review, give me five stars if you felt that I deserved them. And I will talk to you guys next time. And I love you. And thanks for listening. Bye.